0: I don't know how you copy his dad. You ain't Let me see. Bam, bam.
1: Don't you live, brother. Come on.
0: We live in the morning. Live. Yeah, this is the after show, man. We trying to get y'all in here, man. Black African power, man. Uh. Come on in, man, get your questions live. You know what I mean? Just basically for y'all, Um, you know? Yeah, so I'm waiting for the people to come on in here. We can deal with the issues, you know, let the people get their voice. So probably what we're gonna start doing, is we probably just do a show like for an hour, hour and a half, right? No longer an hour and a half. We marathon shows and shit, but you know what I mean? But then we'll do like an after show. So we probably do like two hours of material, you know, a show where people could ask their questions we can fine tune, you know, our answers for you. So, you know, it's all good. So if don't know about coming here, we're gonna shut this down. Quick, Me gonna put it in the, in the group, Now it fell, that fell off already. Yes,
1: no, brother, I was trying to explain to you, we only got room for six people here, so it was gone. I wanted to ask you what was the best way to do it. Do you want to pick 64 or you just want to put it in there first, come, in there, first come? First come, serve. first serve. Okay, here we go. Yeah.
0: This that back in the day hangout. You got to get in where you fit in. What? This is a job for Nahisi.
2: Testing, testing. Can y'all hear me?
0: Yeah, we've been here.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm in the house now. All right, cool.
0: What you doing? You ain't coming out of the moisture job. You're not coming out to the festival. Damn shame.
2: Now I won't make it. I won't be there.
0: You got any books? Do you have any books? Any books? Nope. Other than my own copy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming by and get it. We're selling it. (laughs) You You need the $30 books home. Yo, easy, serious y'all. I should always keep a, uh, a box. I sold them, man. I should, I, should,
2: I should always keep a box on Stash.
0: I sell them books sell the store. Your, your, your girl's gone, all that shit. How's how this sister doing?
2: Oh, great. So we live, right? All right,
0: so we live, y'all. Yeah, we live. I'm waiting for some people to come in. That's what we're going to be online. Waiting. Do 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 do
1: do. Why my cameraman don't work for me. I mess up. I don't like to work out for me. Uh,
0: What 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 was you on the last time the camera was working? Um.
1: Uh, well, the camera works, but when I try to minimize it, where only one person is speaking, and it won't work for me for whatever for whatever reason. right damn.
2: I see. Uh, yeah, Google Hangouts. I haven't been on here. They switched some things up a bit. Yeah, they switched that shit up, yo. A uh, whole I see. Uh, Empress Sekhmet is in the house.
0: Hey, Empress, where's
2: she at? I uh, just see her in the chat. Right now. Vincent Cooper. Yeah.
0: Hey, Empress, get on that. Get on in here. Get that link. Get on
3: in here. We want to talk to you? Get
2: in here. Yeah, because a lot of times it's hard, you know, for future reference, people that have questions, they should, they should, um. Uh, what do you call it? Tag the AmaraSquad Squad media username. You know the name, so we can see the questions stand out. Cause a lot of people have conversations among themselves. I've seen people talking to each other.
0: I'm like, okay.
1: Like that was a long show, though.
0: We didn't anticipate. <laughs> Wuja Woo- did that. He broke out the presentation. Nah, no,
2: I was actually shorter, shorter than uh when you when you start reading this stuff about Damasi. <laughs>
0: That's a damn lie. It's so, a damn That's the truth. Man. Can't be the truth. A lot of people have
2: conversations among themselves. I've seen people, people
0: talking to each other. I'm like, okay. Uh, you know you. That was yeah. a long show though. You that going. one. That going. Woojah did
2: that. He broke out the pre. All right. So yeah, if, if nobody's coming here, we don't want the dead, you know, dead space. So so what 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 um, I mean, was there anything else that we missed that was on the agenda that we didn't talk about or? or was there any other comments about the things we did talk about?
1: Um, Let me go back and see if I can look at some comments. I know some people. um, Somebody said, play the Die Killer song. (laughs) They Uh, said, play the Die Killer
2: song. Hey, your mic is muted. Who that? Where that song at? What? What God could a song at? Oh yeah, I would have to. I uh, I do it for the end. Hey man,
0: that's my joint right there. Yo, we play that. That's a joint.
2: But um, <clears throat> so so we 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 talked about you know Africans aren't Africans, and I think that was thoroughly explained. Hopefully, people got it. That was basically the the uh, main topic of tonight's show. And then we spun off of there and um kind of touched on what Farrakhan said um and the and how strange it is that people don't um make a fuss about that when his comment is is worse than anything kanye said um and then we touched on um what else did we touch on oh uh n b k um <laughs> video. <laughs> Of the disrespect of ancestors. Now, see, I, I didn't hear them mention, you know, uh, mention Amara uh, Squad or anybody particular on that video.
0: That's because you're crazy because you ain't listening to the whole thing. Keep telling you that. And yeah. then you caught them up. I do not even bringing it up no more. <laughs> nah, yeah.
2: No, you had already you had already mentioned it. I mean, because you, you you made it a point, uh, uh, although I left it off purposely, you went behind me and, and brought it up. So. No, no. I mean, it's all right. It's it's, it's just, I chose leave it off because I I didn't. You know, I already you already know my stance on on all that stuff. so <laughs> not, They don't. If people don't if people don't mention you you people directly or say something directly, then it's. I mean, it's like it's neither here nor there with me. And plus, I, I I don't really see a problem because because anybody that listens to our video or whatever and actually listens to it, they will see that. um None of us, because you asked the question, none of us, was, none of us ever said that um, our ancestors chose to be uh, shackled, kidnapped, hoodwinked, raped, murdered, and all that kind of crazy stuff. That, that would be just silly and stupid. And that's really an insult. That's really an insult for people to even think that, uh, that we said it when we didn't say it. We didn't even allude to that at all. So, so people need to stop being so sensitive and actually listen to what people say. And that's why it's important importance of semantic and pragmatics. People just, we, we're too emotional.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Who we got in the room? What up, brother? Unmute yourself. What's your name? Oh, it's Kofi. All right, hotel. Good. Hotel, hotel. What's up with you, man? Anything good with you? Yeah, everything good. Man, you got any questions? Anything you want to add or something? Nah, i am just join the panel for a second. I, know,
2: I got a question. I got a question for you, Kofi. Have you have you heard um, Farrakhan's uh, little brief
0: interview recently? Uh, nah, y- y'all kind of uh, uh, beat Kanye West to death. I don't even want to hear Kanye West. <laughs> I anything Kanye West I run from. So nah, I ain't listen to
2: it. No, I'm <laughs> talking about Farrakhan, not Kanye.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, what I'm saying. It it don't matter who talking. If I see anything with Kanye West's name on it, I don't tune on to it with no more.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about Kanye or Kanye's statement. I'm talking about yeah. Farrakhan and the fact that Farrakhan thinks that uh slavery is uh is God's doing. How do you feel about that?
0: Oh no, I hadn't I hadn't uh, checked it out, but uh that's a crazy statement right there. Most crazy. Most crazy states,
2: but 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 I'm gonna ask you how, how, how many people you think that agree that thinks that way. I mean, Naya brought up a good point earlier that what was it? Naya 60, you said about 65% of African Americans are, are under Abrahamic um system, right? Somewhere around there, yeah, that's
1: what you said it's about 70 to 80. I just like to lowball it so it won't scare people. <laughs>
2: Okay, so 70 to 80 is, percent is, is really is influenced by the Abrahamic tradition. So, yeah. about 70 to 80 percent of people would, um, which is why there's no backlash on Farrakhan for this, that they would agree with that statement predeterminism, determinism, prophecy, all that stuff. They even got they even have a, a, a song about the 400 years to sojourn. Um, in the wilderness of North America as, as, you know, the black and eyes versions of those things are man and in a land that's strange. That's not ours. And, and so on and so forth. Descendants of Abraham. I mean, that's, that was the running theme of the 1990s. If y'all don't remember the eighties and nineties, that was like pushed really hard. What thing the theme that black people are was supposed, was destined or prophesied to be put into um, servitude for 400 years in the land that's not ours among strangers and to come out with great substance and all that stuff. The whole biblical, the whole biblical thing that was being pushed. That was being pushed. Yeah. That was being pushed um, really, really hard in the 80s and 90s. And, and the reason why in the 80s and 90s is because e- people's calculations, they were saying that by the time we get to the year 2000, that 400 years or 430 or whatever calculation people were going by would be up. And so so they were coinciding that with the year 2000, et cetera. I don't know if you all remember all that. That was that was what was being pushed out in doctrines in these groups and on the streets.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm completely aware of that. I remember that. How you doing, segment? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's
4: what's cracking, big bruh?
0: The only sister. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The only person that wasn't on Amara Squad and taught Amara Squad. Class.
4: Yes. Yes. It definitely definitely was a privilege. It was a privilege. Much love, Wujabu. Peace to you, my brother, sister Naya. Peace to you, my sister. Abundant light and strength to all of you. Um, who else is on the panel? I'm trying to make sure I don't miss nobody.
2: Uh, peace to you, uh, Empressekmet. And and definitely long time no no here. We got to link. up. No, I
4: miss y'all. I miss y'all so very much. And I hope everybody is doing abundantly well. Oh um, I, I can't I can't wait to be in the presence of you great minds again. I really can't.
2: Well, I, I, I got a question for you. I'm I'm gonna hit you with the, with the, with a question. Um do you think slavery is it was predestined and the work of God?
4: <laughs> See what what y'all doing after one o'clock in the morning? Y'all y'all playing games. Okay <laughs> Here we go. Now
0: that Here was fair.
4: Come on, statement. Uh, you ain't know that so um you well, know the, I, I the try- man, did
2: you did, did you hear farrakhan's statement the because that's what i'm that's what i'm asking about his, his yes
4: statement. um yes i i um i, I lost a few blood of uh, brain cells listening to um farrakhan's statement um but uh you know i really think that this whole conversation about slavery and whether it was a choice or not does a a huge it, 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 a huge disservice okay. to so many people that um that that gave their lives um in 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 the fight to for freedom i think it is a huge it's very distasteful and i believe it does a huge disservice it behooves us to have um this kind of talk in our this kind of rhetoric i can't even say talk i gotta say rhetoric in mm. our mouths especially when we we're, we're <laughs> a lot of the people that are holding on to this kind of nonsense by a lunatic <laughs> only only but by, by this nut uh, uh, and, and we want to have a conversation about what this lunatic um, is talking about um, and, and, and and that does a disservice to all the others that came before us uh, um, giving knowledge on black liberation. It's like in 2018 we're now listening to Kanye West. <laughs> for black liberation tips, like this, this is this is where we at now. We're listening to Kanye West for for an idea of what to do about black liberation, and 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 to say it was a choice, then we would have to say then the the bombing of Black Wall Street that was a choice. Was that a choice? Uh, uh, I mean, you can't. <laughs> you you can't you can't tell somebody to choose and change that doesn't make that doesn't make any sense um, so do i now to go back to your question brother wujawu do i believe that slavery was an act of god well the only thing that um that's uh silent calling me <laughs> the only thing um the only thing that I could say, um, about that, because I think that when we start talking about the God conversation, um, it gets all muddy and I I'll, don't I'll, I'll really talk about belief. Once belief comes into the conversation, then we are working with a whole different, um, monster. When you're talking about belief, you can't even fight belief with facts. You feel me? Yeah. So, um, uh, I, so that I don't really touch, uh, Things like that, but do I think that it's an act of slavery? I do believe that um, we have punishments that, that are that are universal punishments that are given. I do believe in that. I do believe that um, uh, uh, there there are things working out of our control. Um, there are things that that from it would it would be a lie for me to say that I don't believe that there's any kind of power higher than myself. Um, And I do believe that that we get punished. The universe will punish us for the things that we do when we when we defile the earth. What happens? Then our oxygen gets low. I mean, you got to you got to think about I'm a farmer. Right. So I, I everything that I put into the ground, everything that I plant, I expect to return something. Right, I respect something in return. I have to treat that ground. I have to love that ground. I have to treat that harvest. I have to plant those seeds. I have to water those seeds. I have to sow those seeds. I have to take care of those things for it to produce what I need. Right. So when we begin to defile, um, what was here to provide for us, it begins not to provide for us. That just makes sense to me. So, um. Do I think it was an act of God? I don't. I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have that knowledge. Call me dumb. I don't have. I don't have an answer to that. Do I believe that we get punished in ways for uh for not um appropriating our power correctly in this earth? Yes.
2: Okay. So yeah. All right. I I I could I, I, uh, dig that. So now um people do listen to Farrakhan for liberation because Farrakhan is a is a key figure. And the liberation struggle, especially in the eyes of a lot of people, maybe not everybody agrees with that or him, but a lot of people look up to him and and everything. So, would you call him a lunatic for the statement that he made and saying that um, that slavery is a choice, but it just it just this choice of the ancestors was a choice of God?
4: I think that all great minds have uh, uh, bouts of lunacy. I think that I think that all great minds um come into a place where um we look at them like uh, that was incorrect. I also think for us to not be able to question who we placed as leaders is completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Um I I I in no way can find myself um you know, shaking my finger at Farrakhan. That's not what I'm here to do. But do I believe because he's Louis Farrakhan that everything comes that comes out of his mouth is 100% correct? Absolutely not. Now, I think that when we start dealing uh, with men with power and money, it's a total different conversation and they have a total different agenda than us normal folks, us regular folks out here. It's easy for a rich man to look at the poor man and say, it's a choice that you're poor. That's easy to do. That's very easy to do. It's easy to look at a man that's in privilege that has, that has in, and has been accepted, uh, you know, has crossed over, however you want to say it for them to look at the ones that have not and say, well, that's a choice because you're not up here with me. You know, there's very few of us that make it to that level. There's very few of us that make it to a place where we're financially comfortable and and we don't have to deal with us dirty niggas down here still scrambling around. So you gotta think it's a different kind of mind state when you on that kind of level of privilege. It's easy for you to be able to to fix your mouth to say, um, you know, it's a choice for us you know, poor little bad little niggas down here on, on the bottom still. It's easy for rich men to talk like that. So I think because um, Farrakhan is at a place where he's comfortable and he's looking at his self at a place of power and a place of privilege. And he's looking at us uh, and and saying, you know, why why haven't we done it too? And, and, and the same thing for Kanye. Kanye uh, uh, speaking with a rich man's mind. You know, where he's, you know, he's, he's gone into a whole nother level. So he's looking at us. Everybody it can't become a millionaire rapper. Everybody's not going to become a, a star NBA player. Everybody's not going to become a star NFL player. Everybody's not going to, every black person, it is, it is fashioned in this country that every black person is not going to become a millionaire. And just because you don't become a millionaire doesn't mean that it's something wrong with you. You see what I'm saying? It's nothing It's nothing wrong with you if you don't become a millionaire. It's very few of us that make it to that level. But when you become that level, it's easy for us them to look down on the ones that haven't reached that level and say, well, you're not here because it's a choice. So I think that, that that's how I feel about it when it comes down to the words of Farrakhan. And um, I have much respect for Farrakhan. Please don't. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to act as if I'm I, I have any disrespect for Farrakhan. Um, I don't believe in his belief system, but I um I respect what he's done, um positive for the black community. But I do believe when you you talking about the words of a rich man, it's different from uh us normal normal regular black folks down here still struggling.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean that's a good point. Um, <clears throat> but I, I I think that's inherent in in success itself because like let's just say something real small not not even uh money wise but let's just say uh two people or a person who's very very overweight and then they want to um they strive to lose weight and then they they do whatever they can like they by any means necessary they they exercise every day they go to the gym they get a they hire a coach they change their food diet all the whole nine and they actually lose weight And then they look back on their their peer group that was also big and didn't do what they did. And it's, you know, the idea of success, you look back be like, all right, listen, y'all are still overweight because it's a choice. Because look at me. I did it. If I could do it, you could do it. So I think I think on some level, the the elitism kind of comes out of that because the elitism is the extreme of it. So so that I see what you're saying. But I think that's inherent in success itself. Because, you, you know, you, you've done something and you expect other people to be able to do what you're capable of doing, especially when, when you have uh, all of the same options that they have, uh, et cetera. It's just that because you feel like they're not applying what you applied, like you worked hard for it and you got it done. But other people may have slacked off or whatever. And then so you're looking at them and you have this kind of elitist attitude. It could come off that way you know, and in the extreme, it, it comes off that way for sure. But, uh, but it, I, I see it all the time. Cause like a coach will do, will do that a person who, who does something and, and get the other people to do it. Like, look, you're not this way because come on, you got to choose, you got to go hard. And, and there's a video, I don't know if you've seen this video, but it was a popular video of this clip. It is his brother, uh, motivational speaker. And, um, I don't know, his, I forgot his name. But he basically gives an analogy. He gives a story about a person who wants to be successful in business. And then he's then this person who wants to be successful. He talks to a, a guru, a, a business guru, and he asks the business guru from for some advice. And the guru asks him to meet him by the beach, you know, at four o'clock in the morning to meet him at the beach the next day. So he meets him in the beach the next day. And the and person's like, man, I'm, I want business advice. I don't want swimming advice. I don't need to swim. So, But the guru's trying to bring him out in the water. Like, look, let's go out for a swim. Let's go out in the water. And so as the brother is escorted out in the water, um, the guru eventually uh, submerged the guy's head underwater to where he can't breathe. And he's fighting to breathe, fighting to breathe to the point where he lets him up and he can he breathe again. And so the moral of the story is basically uh, if you fight for something as much as 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 you need to breathe, then you'll be successful at it. And so that was a good analogy. Um, and I'm probably butchering it up by paraphrasing. But but that analogy was given for the fight and the drive for success. So some people have valid points uh, with with our laxadaisical attitudes that we we can come, be, you know, come into collectively. Now, you know, individually, of course, everybody got there individual stories, but collectively, you know, the a really good topic or question um, to, to have a show about is, is ha- have we as a people become complacent and numb and, and, and content with our condition to the point where we don't have that fire anymore, you know, as a people to do whatever it takes to, to accomplish our goals, you know, And I think that needs to be spoken to. Um, And I I don't see that too much being uh, talked about.
4: I definitely agree with that. Now, that that I can get with that. I agree with. I believe that. um, I mean, just just to keep it 100, I really believe that we we worried about the wrong shit, because I know I know uh, uh, sisters that will make some shit happen if they got to get to the club they'll make it happen Mm -hmm. uh uh, i know brothers that you know uh may not have the means but you know if they want to do this this if they want to get these jordans that come out uh whatever limited edition they make it happen so when when it's when it's a certain thing or when it's something that we feel like will give us some kind of uh clout or um you know, some kind of uh, substance or some superficial uh, uh, entertainment or something to make us feel um, feel a way that's very superficial. We make that happen. Um, so I, I, I think that was lacking is the sense of brotherhood, the sense of sisterhood, the sense of collectiveness. We have this very individual way of thinking. So it's like, you know, um, you know, what's the, what's the phrase, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm a do me, you do you, or, you know, it's all about me or I'm just gonna worry about me and mine. We don't think collectively anymore. We don't think on a village mind or a tribe a tribal mind anymore. so everybody's thinking about themselves. And when you begin to think individualistically like that then then your options are, as a people uh, get cut very short. Our options become very nil because now we think individualistically and we're never going to be able to um, move forward collectively thinking individualistically so i definitely think that if we put our minds together collectively then there's nothing that we can accomplish but while we're all trying to just do me or you know get mine we we all just you know running around in the the rat race when Mm -hmm. we doing it like that
2: yeah that's 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 a good point i i remember back in the day uh you know like you think back hindsight it seems like even on a smaller scale uh you know, we weren't like unified collectively across the country, but at least what you could see in your own neighborhood seems to me back then was a lot stronger uh, cohesiveness than what I see today. Even, you know, neighborhoods, because I, I remember growing up, you know, you knew all your neighbors, like at least, you know, where I grew up at. I'm from Merlin, Maryland, D.C., D.C. And everybody knew everybody, you know, and, and the block was the block. The, the you know we had blocks plural you know and and or neighborhoods my whole you know the whole neighborhood um it was tight but today it's not uh, quite like that you know it may you know maybe like that in in places because obviously i haven't been everywhere but it just seemed like it's less of that uh now than it was back back then just even on on just on that tip just just on just on knowing knowing your neighbors uh doing activities or whatever with your neighbors and stuff like that on just on that level uh it just seem like that that kind of slowed down
4: we and don't have we don't have neighborhoods anymore we don't have uh we don't have that that love from one another anymore if you speak if you wave too many times at your neighbor you're gonna be called the thirsty nigga
2: <laughs> that's true you
4: know what i'm saying you gotta watch what you're doing out here the uh uh the way people take things now uh, you wave at somebody, they might look at you like, you know, what the fuck is your problem? I know you. Uh, uh, Nobody nobody has love and respect for one another anymore. You see what I'm saying? Uh, We got females that'll call you thirsty for saying hello or giving you a compliment, but the first time that you don't hold the door open to them, now you a rude nigga. It's like, well, I'm just trying not to be thirsty. So uh, uh, <laughs> we, we, we stab ourselves. We stab ourselves in our own foot. Um, for trying to be nice because you can't even be nice to, to us anymore. And, and and we can we can fault it to the trauma that we've been through. We can fault it to the mistrust of the community and the people that we have allowed to come into our community and do harm to us. So now everybody is very sceptic and very uh, uh, sensitive and and very mistrusting. But even now, you can't even you know what I'm saying. If you wave at somebody, you might be accused as a as a as a black female. You might be accused of uh trying to take somebody man uh to even give someone a compliment now uh, you can't even as a a black woman to another black woman i can't even see a sister and say uh sister you look beautiful today Uh, i might be accused of being gay just for giving another sister a compliment you feel me so now we got to be so cautious in the things that we say and and how we act you can't just uh, smile at nobody no more because now it turns into something else You know what I'm saying? But what they want is they want us to be able to walk around in reality and just stick a heart on it. They just want us to be able to double tap. That's where we at with it now, where social media has taken away our social skills. That's Mm -hmm. what's happened. So the internet has taken away any personal uh, behavior that we may have with one another. And we can be friendly over the internet and give each other hearts and likes. But in real life, motherfucker, don't talk to me. Don't bother me. I'm trying to get to where I'm going. You see what I'm saying? So that's where we at with it. Now, social media has taken away our social skills and we don't know how to even, uh, you know, greet each other with love and respect without being accused of uh, being thirsty.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those, those are excellent points. Um, and yeah, I see that. I see that, you know, all the time. And I, I say the same thing that social media has turned us into hard uh, wired robots where we don't have our humanness anymore. We're, we're losing um, our humanness uh, to, to things and, and we're losing the ability to communicate. And that's one of the things that, that we kind of touched on a little bit tonight was communication skills. And I you know, briefly went into semantics and pragmatics. We, we lo- we're losing it and it's getting worse. And, and once you can't communicate, we're not, we're not speaking to one another. We speak at each other and so on, but you're right. Neighborhood, because see the block I grew up on when I was younger, um, people sat on the stoop, like you sit on the porch, you sit on the stoop. And as a car, I used to live on a one-way street and every single car that goes down the street, uh, the, when, when a person in the driver driving the car, if they see somebody sitting on a the stoop, they, they tap their horn real, real quick and like go boop, you know, and then everybody on the stoop, know the wave, you, you don't even look sometimes you just wave. And that was like just an everyday routine thing. It was, it was just like that. Nobody, no rules were set to do that or anything. It was just how we did things and and so um we lose that you know everybody gotta have a screw face you know uh stare at somebody too long to think you know like what what's your problem think it's a problem matter of fact um <laughs> i did a social experiment or or I was part of a social experiment where we would just be smiling we would go to a, a a busy park uh uh well not even, it wasn't even really a park but it was a park where was a lot of foot a place where there was a lot of foot traffic people walking by and his benches and stuff sat there and we just started smiling just to see what people's reaction would be and and you you it's crazy that people think something's wrong with you for smiling something
4: is wrong with you what is you doing out here smiling right he must he must be touched you know they must right. think you got to be slow or, or got got the downs or something something wrong with you nigga what you mean? what are you doing out here smiling? Is you stupid? Hey,
2: you have your <laughs> eyebrows twisted up, screw face, it, and me mugging everybody. The smiling is right. out the window. Like what? What you mean? How's my day? What?
4: You know, right? Like, well, it was it was yeah, a culture shock to me. You know, I'm a native New Yorker, and I moved. I moved to Georgia, and for the first the first time I moved to Georgia, it was in O two, and um, you know, I moved to Georgia. I moved to um. I was in Fulton County and uh, I moved to a a subdivision neighborhood is what they called it. And um, everybody was honking their horn and waving. And I'm thinking, I'm looking around like, what the hell is everybody honking at? What the hell is that? (laughs) Uh, You know, and I'm uh, uh, one one of my cousins that lived there, she was like, you know, girl, that's what they do. Everybody wave and, and holler at each other. And it took me time to adjust to people just waving and honking and saying hello because I grew up in New York where it wasn't a, we, we we didn't do all that. You know, if somebody was waving it's like you good? And now if you from New York, you know, you good can mean do you got a problem? Are you all right? Nigga, you about to get smacked. You good can mean a thousand things. So uh, <laughs> you it was it was a culture shock to me. So I think uh, definitely demographics also plays a plays a part too. Um, how we conduct ourselves with one another. But when I speak to my father or when I spoke to my grandfather about neighborhoods, you can see the change from my grandfather when how he treated neighborhoods and how he felt about neighborhoods to my father, to me, because my grandfather, you know, they said that they would, they would close off the block and have barbecues every Sunday and everybody spoke to everybody. And, you know, uh, one woman did the daycare for everybody on the block. And, you know, it was almost like a family. They grew up in a, in, a, in a neighborhood that was a family. And even my father had a different um, kind of dynamics when he talked about his neighborhood than I did. And that's just three generations of us. So I, I guess if you look at how, um, how we're treating each other, it's just, it's just devolving. Um, and I guess it's on. We, we're going in the right path the way it's devolved to where it is now, but I, I believe that people are socially so void in reality, like reality void. It's like they they're so virtual now that. We don't even know how to deal with each other in real life. We don't know how to talk to each other. We don't know how to do eye contact. I remember when I was being brought up, my father taught me how to do a handshake. And if you gave a weak handshake or a strong handshake, when you talk to somebody, you look them in the eyes when you're talking to someone. You ask someone their name uh, and always remember that person's name. Like he taught me social skills. Now uh, you, you go to reach out to give somebody a handshake and, and they don't even know what you're doing. So. It's a lot of things that uh, I believe as a people we need to get back to. What happened to, you know, uh, give me five on the backhand side. You know what I'm saying? What happened to that love and respect we would see for each other just to know it's another one of us in the room. There used to be a time when it used to be just because you saw another black person, you knew you was OK. You wasn't alone, whether you knew them or not. You know, in corporate America, when I got went into corporate America and I was a CPA, uh, uh, you know, when I saw another black person, it was like, yes, I don't even have to know you. It's just because, yes, it's a, it, I, I know if some shit jump off, you see me, I see you. You feel me? We don't got, we don't even have that anymore. So, nice. I definitely, I definitely believe that a lot of that plays into our disunity um, as a people and as a collective. Uh, I, I definitely believe because we're void of culture and heritage that we're void of unity.
2: Yeah. And and, uh, I see we got other people on, but just real quick to add on to what you just said, Um, you know, you know, I I deal with uh, language a lot and stuff and and the actual historical meaning of the word conversation. Like we 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 use the word conversation now as uh, to mean talking, you know, but the actual original meaning of the word conversation was really just to live in do something consistently around other people. That's what the word converse originally meant was to was to do something consistently uh on a regular basis around a group of people and so and so i say that because we've lost that even the original sense and the the nowadays sense we don't talk to each other anymore and we don't even do things consistently in physical presence of each other anymore and and that's due to a lot of reasons you know now you know because see the playground for me, the playground was our video game when I was younger. We didn't have, you know, the electronics. So electronics, everybody's on their iPhone and smartphones and, and things like that. So there's no, it's no human interaction. It's a lot less human interaction. I mean, liter- literally, you go into a restaurant, um, any restaurant. Uh, matter of fact, I, I, uh, Panera Bread. Uh, you go to Panera Bread, you got people who are sitting at the same table eating food, but they're not even talking. They're actually on their phones. Uh, on their devices, but they're sitting together. They're they're on their devices, you know. And and so I think that's uh, has a lot to contribute to to this. Like like you know, young girls they don't play double dutch anymore. They don't uh do those kinds of communal things anymore. Same thing with guys and and certain things we used to do back in the day. They just they don't it's not happening anymore. You know, people don't go outside. There's no no such thing as outside. We used to fight to get outside to play now people don't even want to go outside it's all about uh you know the smart devices and 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 you know playstation whatever the case is so i think that's you know pros and cons to all those things and and we don't have a culture that defends defends against it or lets us know what's valuable and what's not the hierarchy of value system we don't have it and so we're walking around here swimming in the ocean and just allowing things to change and, and without any kind of um notice of it you know what i'm saying so i just wanted to add that on there but that's that's true and and that's and that's the that's the thing we have to do we have to keep up you know everything changes very slowly over time and it's so slow that you don't notice it it's almost like if you if if you have a child you really don't see your child growing up your own child but other people in your family will see it will see your child grow up because when when they come visit you they're like oh my goodness how much you've grown you've grown so big you know whatever but because you're you're constantly around something slowly slowly a change to where it's unnoticeable and so every now and then we should have moments of retracing in larger time gaps you know maybe 10 year gaps of just re- recalling what was going on how things were And things like that and that's what needs to be incorporated in our um activities you know storytelling you know 10 decades 10 year apart storytelling so that we can keep it fresh and and know the differences and keep up with these differences otherwise you're not going to see them you're not going to see them at all everything happens slow slowly like i said i'm from dc and you know um i haven't been there in um, years so when i go back Man, DC looks like night and day now. But had I had I stayed there and lived there all this time, the, the changes would have happened so slow that I would not have noticed it to make a to make a to make a to be concerned or consider it. It would just happen so slow and gradual, and I would I'll be all up in it. Yeah, I'll be part of the change. But because I left and I go back, I'm like, man, DC is not Chocolate City anymore. It is completely different the streets look different the neighborhood the demographics look different everything about it looks different you know um so anyway just want to say that i know we got two 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 folks on it on here um you know the mic is yours if, if you want to open up because i don't know how long we're gonna be on here uh, Naya, you still there got to check on Naya. but uh but yeah uh then we got malik and uh i see a username colon but yeah, um floor
3: is yours. All right, peace, brothers. And to the sister. All right, peace, peace. Yeah. Hey, how do you pronounce your name? What is it? Uh Wu Jiao.
2: Yes, to Uh Wu Jiao.
3: Okay. Yeah. Peace, I can all right, all right. Peace to the Queen I and peace to Aman Ra as as well. Yeah, no, when I came in, I, I saw the show and I was listening to what you know the I was saying, which I was saying about no the social inter- interaction of black people now today is versus, you know, the the, the old days, the good old days, you know, the soul brother days, you know, the 70s, 60s when, you know, when we were struggling. Mm-hmm. And basically, yeah, you know, you know how things change, technology. You know, I have a computer, I have a PlayStation, but I do have a job. Like I said, so now I'm on PlayStation 24-7. You know, I, have, I have to work uh, to pay for internet, you know, and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you know, my social, sk- my social skills are, you know, okay, you know, other than normal. I mean, I don't talk to, I mean, I, I say what's up and say what's up, homie, you know, but I don't say what's up and, and say the N-word, you know, I'll say brother, you know what I mean? I will say that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, being an educated black man, you know what I mean? You know, and, and mostly I socialize with a lot of, uh, unfortunately, a lot of white devils, you know, because that's, that's, that's who run things. That's who you got to work with for the most part. But I, social, I interact, with social and socialize with, uh, of course, you know, uh, my brothers. You know, basically, all the good ones. I try to stay away from from the knuckleheads. You know, as much as possible, because you know that there, there's no, there's no positive outcome. You know, I I saw a Facebook post online saying, "Be careful who you let, who you let in your life." So you know, that's a, that's something I, t- I try to practice now. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we we have to. We definitely have to turn up on um, our social interaction, even if it's online, you know, because because uh, reading something and hearing somebody say it, you know, the nuances in people's voice and and the volume that you have and and the way things are expressed is lost when people just read. And so a lot of times I see people argue for no reason, even if it's on social media. So we really have to step that up in in that department if we if we plan on. um, I mean, before we even talk about some unity. Like, let's talk about, you know, just good communication first, because you're not going to ha- you're not going to unify. If people can't, you know, communicate. And like I said on the show, uh, about 90, 85, 90 percent of, of all arguments are based on miscommunication. It's not even it's not even on the issue that you think you you're you know, you have a problem with the other person with it's, it's really comes down to communication. It really does. Cause a lot of man, a lot of stuff we don't really have to argue about. Think about it. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if this ever happened to y'all. Have you have you ever listened to two people argue? It could be two of your friends, and you and you just a third person in the mix, right? And you listen to two of your friends argue, but you're not a part of the argument. So so you can hear clearly, like they're talking at each other, not to each other, you know, talking at each other and, and emotional. But you're sitting there listening, and you're like, wait a minute, y'all are saying the same thing, like and then, and then you try to interrupt them be like that. Wait a minute, y'all do y'all realize y'all are saying the same thing? It has that you know if that happened to you, then that's an example of 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 what I mean that a lot of times people argue over things um unnecessarily, but it's based on communication. I think that that's a a a big problem that's that's like an elephant in the room. you know we take it for granted, but it's a, it's an elephant in the room. It's chilling in the room, big. you know people just ignoring it, you know, got camouflage on it or something, but people are ignoring the big elephant in the room, but yeah. I think that um, if we do better with that, um, because it'll bring our humanness back, and it'll bring bring uh, you know, an, an attachment back. We'll value um, each other and each other's life and possessions, you know, and get that back. Because have you ever seen um, have you ever seen this this uh, uh show? It's a documentary slash show, or whatever. Uh, it was the celebration of the annual. I think it was Wastax, out of California. And it's a musical slash documentary or whatever. It's with uh, um, Richard Pryor is is in it, speaking it. Isaac Hayes, the Isley Brothers. Um, you know, all these different famous artists. Barquets, uh, are in it. And it's all about black pride. And it was the celebration of Wastax in California. The burning down or whatever that, that, that is. You know, you know what I'm talking about? It's, it's kind of old.
3: Yeah, I don't think I remember. It was a concert, right? Like a show.
2: Yeah, right. And it was. Justin
3: Jackson had an Afro. He was speaking at it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Man.
3: Footage, yeah, because uh, Isaac Hayes performed "The uh, Shaft" there when when "Shaft" yeah. was just what came out. It was new.
2: Yeah, exactly. He he was like the main attraction that night. Exactly. You had you had uh, uh, doing the bird, you know, whatever the funky chicken, you know, all, all those different people, um, uh, uh, staple singers. Yeah, yeah. but. Anyway, if, if man i recommend everybody to watch that because because it was some key because of the time era that that was filmed in and yeah of you, course
3: yeah see that was i oh, 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 sorry go ahead man
2: no no i was just going to say if if you just look at the conversations and the questions and the interviews they were doing on there and did, and then the people themselves and what they were saying and the pride you just look at the concert and the way people were sitting in the bleachers in that big entire football field and how they listened to instructions like they they came out on the field prematurely, uh they 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 uh climbed the fence and came on the on the field prematurely when um I forget uh uh what's the name they singing the funky chicken but when he was when he was singing and everything and then he told them he he let them have fun a little bit then he told them they had to go back and they listened to him and everybody felt felt fell in suit they listened to him went came back off the field only to later on come right back and stuff you know because they allowed it and i'm just saying that to say that that back then and that was i don't know exactly when that was filmed but it was definitely uh, back in the day but that's when that's what we need to get back to that that feeling and 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 what was come out of those people's mouths that's what we got to get back to if we ever going to talk about some type of unity and stuff like that we got to get that first I don't know if that made, made sense. I don't, and I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. probably telling my age. Uh, well, I, I wasn't there. I wasn't I, don't, I wasn't there. Obviously, I, whenever it was filmed, it's, it's you know, I was real, real young or before I was born or something, I guess. I don't know.
3: It was before I was born, too. I was born in 1971. But the thing is, I've seen a piece of that. What's the name? What's the name of the documentary? And, and where can I watch it? Because actually, if I could, I download it and put it on a disc and watch it like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm gonna find it while we're talking so uh, somebody
3: else can have the mic I would, I, I would love to see that, that whole documentary and that whole show. But let's see, that's what I mentioned earlier when I said back in the Soul Brother days when blacks were still struggling, but they had pride and they were listening uh, to the artists, the songs, and the political leaders you know, the political community leaders at the time. Yeah, I'm find n- n- now today, now today, we are lost. I mean, and look on Facebook. Minister Louis Faircon is on Facebook. It's, it's a white page, but um, you can watch some of his speeches, even even though they're small chunks. Mm-hmm. I try to watch everything new. And and there's one guy who's a friend of mine on there called Brother Ben X. He shows read broadcasts his live videos of Farrakhan and also the late uh, Khalid Abdul Muhammad. And I watch every one. I try to listen to every word Farrakhan uh, uh, speaks. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, uh, just real quick, I found it and I misspoke. It's Watt Stacks, and it was it was uh, filmed in 1973.
3: So yeah, so oh, see, so yeah, I see. I was I was a baby. I was probably just uh, yeah, I was uh, uh, just two years old when I was yeah. out. See,
2: but I I recommend people to watch that because I remember the very first time I watched that, I saw that uh, it was totally unplanned. I happened to be up late at night a long time ago, up late at night watching TV, and it just came on and i was back then i was young and i was moved by it you know i was really moved by by uh watching that and um but anyway it's called Watch stacks 1973 and you can find like a whole bunch of clips on on um even on youtube but but get it but watch it whatever case is you're gonna see what i'm talking about As a matter of fact a lot of hip-hop songs sampled uh some sound bites from that actual documentary you know uh like that like Jesse Jackson what he says on there um
3: I am somebody,
2: yeah And even public enemy uh, uh where they uh who takes the weight or something you know where they're where they quoting the barcades when they were performing and stuff so so it's really really um really really good anyway so but but that we need to give back to that, and if people haven't seen it, I would definitely recommend people to watch that you know what I'm saying so that's that's some good. To see, matter of fact, I'm, I'm talking it up. I, I need to see it again. I haven't seen it in a real long time. It's, it's enjoyable. Richard prize in it, cracking jokes, telling jokes. Remember the guy from Love Boat? Uh, the black guy, I think he was the bartender. Isaac, Isaac, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: he's on there.
3: The token um, black from an all white show,
2: yeah. Love Boat, exactly. Um, he's on there. Uh, then you had the faint, you know, all of all the singers and stuff. Um, it was just good. It was well put together. Documentary. And the women, they interview women, women's view on men, talking about they love the black man. It's nothing like a black man, nothing like a soul brother, nothing like the way he walks, the way he does, the way he smells, and this, that, and other. And then the men were, were telling their views on black women and, and the beauty, beautiful, uh, what they like about black women and how black women smell so good. And they do this and they do that and they take care of you. They put you put you in your place. And, you know, they were just describing all these things. And, and it was just really, really good. And I think people would pr- really appreciate that. Um, if they watch it. So, yeah, anyway. But I don't know uh, how long. I'm going to be on here, so I'm going to let, let you all know. I think we got somebody else calling. Uh, or not, what, what's you, going on?
1: Do you guys think about the the presentation on Africans aren't African? Do you guys have some feedback on that? And what what are some of your thoughts about the African-American culture and what we need to do to build a, a nation that can um, you know, basically eliminate racism and white supremacy and just gain control of our community. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, the floor is open. So, uh, uh Colin, uh, Malik,
5: hello, yeah. hello, yep, okay. What's,
2: what's good right not too much I'm
5: from i'm from london still okay know. you know what yeah.
2: what just a quick question i noticed when people would like what you just said i'm from london still like <laughs> the still part be messing me up when i hear that it's it it, it it makes me laugh because i'm like london still okay so you're still
5: in london like where are you gonna go it's just, it's just that's just <laughs> a, like it's just a sort of london tool it's just it's like slang it's just slang
2: no, nah, I know, I know, I know. I, I have some London friends, but but we all I always laugh. I I mess with them when they say that. Like London, still, you know, whatever. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> now nah, it's just go ahead.
5: Yeah. Um. I thought I feel like a lot of the time, Jay, see, with black people, we that we we you're like we get frustrated and we waste a lot of time because we we um we kind of like um approach a situations that occur. As if everybody's gonna get on the same page, and it's never gonna happen. Like we talk, you talk about unity and stuff like that. That's never gonna happen. So you need to, you need to figure out a way to achieve what you want to achieve without that happening, because it's never gonna happen. It's, it's gonna be a certain amount of people that get with, get with the program, that have pride in in their, in their history, have love for other black people, and once, like, once a sense of community, want like freedom want like a future for their generations and things like that and there's going to be there's going to be another part of um black people and i'm talking globally as well there's going to be another part of black people that are not going to be for that so a lot of the times we 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 talk about situations as if everybody's one day is going to get on on the same page or as if everybody thinks uh, everybody has the same interest this is why i feel like a lot of people have issue with Kanye West because for example if you i I watched the full video and then I watched his interview with Charlemagne he like he's the, the things he says it doesn't make sense like one minute he'll he'll be like race he'll he be like like he made a song called um um what's it called hopped off the armor star and made armor god and he was he was like he was he was going through the lyrics with Charlemagne and then he said he said oh when I made this song I thought it was a really good song but i feel like it was outdated because because it kept on focusing on race like what Mm
2: -hmm.
5: so why so why it's outdated We need to stop talking about race but then you're talking about black people being mentally enslaved and free thinking he said because when he said the comment about um, um um black people 400 years sounds like a choice his point was that um people like if if the if the slaves were free of mind that they may they would have been able to see the situation in a better way and they would have been able to break out of it
2: yeah that's that's yeah, right right um but, mm-hmm, i'm sorry
5: but but it doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't really apply because what okay let's say a slave a slave runs away from slavery yeah once he runs away uh, uh, runs away from slavery slavery is still cont- happening what, like if I'm a slave, I'm on a plantation. I run I run away from the slave master or I kill the slave master. Slavery is still happening.
2: Yeah, the institution, the business of slavery will still be going on.
5: So it's, so 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 would, or if I run away and then I get captured and I go back to the plantation and they cut off my foot, am I mentally enslaved?
2: Nah, that's what that's what see that and that's the that's the thing, you know, without without rehashing all, all, all of that, you know, that's that was a thing. The theme of, of what Kanye was saying, and, and we understand Kanye is not the best uh, articulator, a person who articulates his ideas, especially for, you know, now in this part of his career, you know, at least, at least he was better. We can understand him better earlier in his career, you know, when he, when he um, wasn't, obviously he didn't have as much money as he has now. He wasn't moving in the circles that he's moving in now, like early in, earlier in his career, the further back you go. The more cohesive we could pretty much understand him, so he's like all over the place, and and that's just him. And people don't have to, you know, Kanye lives where he lives at, like like you know, he don't he doesn't uh, make or break any any of us uh, and things like that. But it's the it's the issue itself, and I think what we talked about tonight uh, in terms of Africans not being African was very good because it addressed uh, one of the issues that came out of the whole Kanye conversation. What that spark was that, um, Africans see over here, we, we call Africans, Africans, and then we have this ideal idea about Africans being all this one thing, a little, you know, whatever we, we recognize different countries and stuff like that, but we still think that there's a sense of, of this continental hood, I can't even say nationhood, but continentalhood, And that doesn't exist. And so what Asar brought, brought, uh, brought out was the fact that Africans don't, don't have that sense, you know, check out the job, you know, we, we're quoting that and everything, don't have that sense. And so we kind of take that for granted, but, but, um, so, so this is why, you know, slavery can, can, um, do what it did in West Africa when or the reason why people didn't come to our rescue after the fact or even on the continent to this very day in Libya, you know, some examples were given tonight and so on and so forth. So we got to take all of that stuff in, in consideration and it's a conversation that should be had and really people mad at Kanye and stuff like that. But but really um, Kanye took one for the team and everybody's, you know, dogging him out. OK, fine. But. What he sparked in in his in his uh, uh, you know lack of articulation is the conversation that I, that it that should be had though, because we because the idea of culture, the idea of unity, the idea of of the um, effects that slavery has had on us in America, being descendants of of ex slaves or whatever the case is, uh, these conversations need to be had. On a more precise and definitive way, and not just, okay, it happened, or let's watch, let's go watch Roots, and and I'm good, you know, or runaways what was it, the the latest movie, uh, Ten Days and Running, twelve, Runnin'. yeah, stuff like that. People people actually don't like those movies because they're like, man, why we gotta always focus on that and stuff like that. That's because the conversation is never really brought up in a very serious uh uh meticulous way so so that we can go through therapy like we need therapy as a as a collective people we haven't gone through that therapeutic phase you know um you know when when a when a when a person gets when a woman is a woman if a woman's raped that's traumatic but they're they you know they get help afterwards after the the fact you know children who are abused sexually abused and all that stuff they they get help But us as a people, where is our help collectively? Like, where where is the therapist for for us as a as a collective people? And then people are trying to find it, and they they go about different ways. People turn to the church. People go here. People go there. But we haven't really, really, definitively went through therapy, and that's a and that's a problem.
5: But my what 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 else? It's not it's not with me. It's not issue of like oh. Hating on Kanye or because I, me, I'm just I'm, I'm looking at it. That like for, I'm looking at what he says. I'm not looking at really looking at him like that. I'm just looking at what he says. And all I'm saying is that it's it's difficult to engage with a with a assertion that someone's making that's not coherent. Like he, he was saying free, he, like you know he said, oh, we need we need free thought. We need to try a different approach. We need free thought. Then he then, he, then, then he, another interview he said we need to stop thinking. Think thinking is not good we need to start feeling feeling is better because when you when you think yeah it, it gets in the way i said what
2: yeah i mean that's that's <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's i kind not the only person i heard that say that because you got no, you, no
5: it's not it's not about him saying that it's about him saying we need free thinking we need we need free thinking one minute no the, contrad- the next minute saying we need to stop thinking
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, exactly. It it appears to be totally contradictory. Like, how how you gonna have free thought, and then you tell me we we're not supposed to think at all? it's like, man, make your mind up, you know. But I'm saying, I'm just saying that that Kanye, is I, not the first person that I've heard say that, and you know, out there, that's that's you know, out there in in um in the limelight, you know, you got this this feeling movement. I call it. People want to go by feeling and intuition and not, not really thinking. They want to deal with right brainism, not left brain. And they get into all those kinds of things. You know, you gotta feel yeah. your way through it and stuff. And and then and 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 notice that uh I don't know if you noticed that, but people that talk like that, they emphasize love. You know, and that's what Kanye yeah. did too. They emphasize love. Love is the most powerful force in the universe. And we need to learn to love and 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 everything. You know, everything is rosy and peachy. You know, so that's not new. You know, Kanye is is got it. Is is he's one? He's a person of, of that mind, that mentality, and that's just that. But the conversation, it needs to be had about all these things. All
5: right. You know, right, t- but the, 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 the question I don't know if you saw me in the chat. I was trying to. I was trying. The question I wanted to really talk to you about is um um you know, do you know do you know about um Antonio Moore and Yvette Cornell. Uh, no, I
2: don't. That don't ring a bell.
5: you haven't seen this. Cha- uh, well, oh,
2: better, like, you give or... me the gist. What? What? Like what? What about they, it?
5: They have a lot of videos. They talk about like the 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 racial wealth gap in America.
2: Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh maybe if you put a link, it, I, I I would be interested to check it out because I like you I like statistics. It. I like I like um survey statistics and and things like that because it gives you um you know They've like a, so
5: many videos. I think, I think the guy's channel is called t- um, Tone Talks, T-O-N-E Talks. And then um, Yvette Carnell is just her name. Yvette Carnell. C-A-R-N-E-L-L.
2: Carnell. Okay. So Tone Talk.
5: Tone Talks and Yvette Carnell.
2: He's it, on YouTube?
5: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm not familiar, but I, I'll check it out, though. So I appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to check it out see what's... <clears throat> but so but now nah, i'm not familiar so so if you had a question about it then i'm probably okay. won't be able to will <laughs> will be able to help out or anything with that but um so let me but so so as far as tonight what we we're talking about uh i don't know how much of the show you caught though uh but did you did you understand the point at least what Asar was making of, as far as Africans not african I didn't,
5: I didn't i didn't get to see all of it
2: oh right okay Okay, yeah, yeah, go back and check that out because that's I think that's really uh, good information for us to um, put in our, on our minds because it answers a lot of questions about um, right now today and the viewpoint of Africans um because you know i'm I'm in touch with um, people from Uganda and Tanzania and even in Kenya, and you know our idea of African is not shared over there
5: in terms of what.
2: it it, like i was was saying earlier
5: african uh, africanism
2: yeah yeah the 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 continental african African africanness like you know it's it's more so because see they don't have they don't have the same dynamic we have like we we have race in in america race is based on you know skin color mostly the appearance and skin color and and we and we chopped up this the human humanity in america based on color and we got these laws and all this stuff that that has problems that came out of it but in africa it's different they have problems but it's different so so they still you know africans you know everybody can look alike but they have a sense of of this pride of, of you know in groups and and it's differentiation in groups not based on skin color obviously because everybody's brown you know some shade of brown reddish brown bluish brown whatever um but it's different there's different there's different criterias for the divisions over there and so this idea about this national or, or continental african doesn't exist over there and check the out the recognize it, you know as we spoke tonight yeah. on the show when we you about- say
5: it doesn't exist it's it's you have, it has to be more specified because there is see there's levels to it it depends on context because there is there is context is where people do identify people on the continent of of um africa do identify as african like they do reference that general africanism they do actually do that but like the the reason why they 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 wouldn't do that as much as it's it's like it's like it's like being somewhere where everybody's black yeah like how much do you think being black is going to come up it's not going to come up a lot
1: because everybody's black
2: was he is a good kid and you said no, I mean, trying to cooperate uh i me mute uh Malik i'm just going to mute your uh mic here and no yeah and i get it and that's and that's and that's the point i was making because like like for example all human beings all healthy human beings are bipedal like we have two legs but nobody goes around and points that out because everybody everybody has it so if everybody's yeah. brown that's that's why i said that's what i said what i said earlier you know brown people are different shades of brown so so the division is based on a different criteria. And so so when I say that it's not a, it's not a sense of African continental Africanness, yeah, people technically will say that they're African in the in a very very broad and technical sense because the continent is named Africa. But this the psychological sense of of this African continental Africanness does not exist because you have people who who are who are intact with their ethnicity, their language, their customs and stuff within their groups, you know, these different groups. And so it's it's clung, clinging on to that, which is why which is why they don't they don't have the same, you know, sense that we're projecting onto the continent of Africa. You know, people forget that. You know, like we don't even name specific con- countries over there. We'll just say Africa and think everybody's just African. You know, we we over here, you know, do that m- much more than anybody else. You but know, isn't
5: that isn't that because of the making of the African American?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying yeah. So we 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 discussed that tonight. We 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 discussed all that. But that that's right. That's that's what I'm saying. We do it, the African American. We do it. But you but you so, talk but, to Africans.
5: So mm-hmm. so w- w- was was the outcome to say that we should stop doing that or?
2: No, no, no. It wasn't that we should stop. In in fact, we were saying that Shekanta Giop had proposed and wrote um, literature on establishing a a African hood, an African of of, uh, a federated state of Africa. You know, so so no, not not to stop doing it. We need to actually frame it and and push for it. Mm -hmm. But 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 for us over here. We're, we're saying it as if it's already established and, and, and we're not being true to reality and saying, OK, it's just an ideal right now. But it's not it's not the reality when you put your foot on the ground over there. So so no, we weren't saying um, to stop doing it. We were saying that that's what's needed. And I had added that uh, people that I've interacted with through my classes uh, recognize the need for it. And, and also they recognize that it's not there right now. You know, like the people in Uganda, you speak uh, uh, Luganda, or people in, in uh, Kenya, the Kikuyu and the, the Luo, Luo people, they they're different, but they're in the same country that's named, but they're but they're different, and they even have beef sometimes, and stuff like that, you know, um. So it, it it's it's a little different than than what how we view it we think it's all, all good. Everybody's African. It's all African, you know? So anyway, but, um, but yeah, so that, that was real, just, just real I- interesting and really African Americans are, are the true Africans because we're, we're the ones that have, and you know, you had, you had to go back and check it out. Cause I want to, I guess, rehash the um the whole show. It was a long show, but uh, there was certain criteria that was met.
3: Um, yeah, excuse me. Um, you say African Americans are the true Africans, but wouldn't the native Africans be the true Africans? I mean, the ones that you know that that come from there, speak the language.
2: Mm-mm. Well, like I said, yeah, you you had to watch the show because
5: I it, know what you mean. I know what you mean. It was, yeah,
3: I mean historically and eth- 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 ethnically, you know, Africa is our birthplace. You know, descendants. I mean, I'm not African African myself. But, of course, as as black people, you know, as dark-skinned people, we're descendants of Africa. And actually, you know, being educated and, and learning what I've learned over the years, outside of the white school system, I claim more Africa uh, than America, because we all know the red, white, and blue does not represent us. Our flag is red, black, and green.
5: But the, but I think he means that in terms of the, the appropriate use of the word African, in terms of um, people on the continent of Africa having specific ethnic groups, whereas um, the African American, the use of the term African is more applicable because the African American is made up of like multiple um, yes, West African exactly. and Central African, um, and we speak perfect group. and we speak so perfect English,
3: of course. You know, sorry, no, and, and, we... and we speak and we speak perfect English. You know, we don't have an, Afri- an African ac- accent. I would mind learning all the African languages. You know. Because if I can leave this country, Af- Africa is where I would go, probably, for the most part.
1: Well, it's more, it's deeper than that. It's, it's, it's all of those things you said, but also the concept of an African is American. It's something that we develop as a cultural, ethnic group. Africans are very specific, Africans are tribal. They don't have a sense of nationalism or a sense of af- being African. Yeah, that's
3: true, yeah. I understand what you're saying. So yeah.
1: That's kind of the concept. You can go back to
3: yeah, the and, <laughs> and our concept is not American because, you know, white America has never accepted us and still don't today, even though, oh, Waju, going back to... um?
1: Well, American co- is our nationality. African is our ethnicity. So it doesn't uh, matter... I wouldn't, or
3: not yeah i wouldn't claim america as my nationality uh, trust me not, well, after, what, not hey, after what america has historically done matter,
2: this out. No it, whether whether you claim doesn't it, it
3: doesn't
1: okay. matter if you claim it or not when, no, you, let, know, when you travel and you go places I'm i understand
3: gonna, i understand yeah people are going to look at me as that as american because i speak perfect english and that's where i come from they say you come from the united states okay oh you come from america
2: but check this out. Um, see, I, I understand what you what you mean, but in a technical sense, you know, we are American. Our nationality is American, because like if, if you travel to a different country, I guarantee you, you look at your passport and it says nationality, it's going to say United States of America.
3: Of course. And, yeah. I mean, I'm just uh, speaking, you know, uh, ethically and spiritually, of course, in, in, in a sense that, you know, just because you're born here, that, that doesn't mean uh, you're from here, as I, I've discovered, you know, as we. As everybody's as minorities are discovering, you know, more and more. Same thing with Asians, you know, any minority, us, Asian, the the ones who are who, who come from India, who who are in America, you know, I guess I, I call them you no know, from India, not Indians, but like Native American Indians, but uh India, the country itself.
2: Well, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say that's part of the conversation because in reality, um we are a product of a subtotal of different conditions that only exist here in america you know like you said we speak english we are a product of uh segregation racism white supremacy uh slavery coming you know out of that you know all of these different things that that all come together and become elements to to our environment socially physically and mental environments that that produce the quote-unquote african-american and so so we we are, you know, we have unique um, experiences over here than uh, over there in Africa. And and these experiences is one of the criteria that makes something a cohesive uh, culture and things, you know, these shared experiences and things, shared problems, shared solving of those problems, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So we got to, you know, we just got to be mindful of, of, of the bigger context of things. And, that, and like I said, that's that's why we went into what we went to tonight um on the show you know to bring that out see we got you know it's good it's good to have these kind of conversations to bring it out because we take us we take so much for granted you know the day-to-day you know we live in a microwave world right now everything is fast we want to quickly talk about something and move on to the next move on to the next you know we don't slow things down enough to really really uh what do you call it unpacked unpack these issues for real you know and so that's what we like to do. And, and so tonight's show was, was an example of a little bit of that.
3: Okay. Also, uh, going back to Kanye West uh, real quick. I saw the video because it was posted on Facebook, of course. And a lot of brothers are mad because, you know, it's like when he said slavery was a choice. We, and, you know, and it wasn't a choice because we didn't have a choice. If we ran, we, we, we got caught or killed or just whipped and put back to slavery. But slavery was a system that was implemented through the course of time. When our own people, of course, which, which I acknowledge, and it was told to me by an by elderly black man at one time, who was, he, was a, he was a security guard at the time. You know, our own people, African, you know, who were kings sold, uh, sold us out, you know, uh, to the Europeans, and they brought us over in ships. Of course, like I said, so it wasn't a choice. We didn't have a choice. You know, that's what brothers are mad at Kanye for. Also, like when you said Kanye in the past, before he became the circle, before he, he started running with the circles that he's they, that running in, which is probably half white, and then you gotta remember, and you and you gotta remember this: he did marry a, K- a Kardashian. That didn't help either.
2: Yeah, but now let's go back to something you said earlier. You 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 described why people were mad at Kanye, and then you said you know you said why, but uh, one of one of uh, the shows I did, I think me and Sister S- Naya uh, did that on that particular show. What I pointed out, I pointed that out. What you just said. But I also pointed out that uh, people are mad at something Kanye did not say and did not mean. He he never meant that slave that West Africans were chilling, and then they chose to be chained, hoodwinked, you know, uh, and grabbed and raped and murdered and and dragged to the ships and stuff like that. He never said that and he never meant that, you know. So he was on some other stuff, and so for people to be mad at that to me is really an excuse for people to just be mad and, and vent frustration overall and, and it's and it's and it becomes a waste of time instead of us get to the real issues that we need to be discussing because Kanye never said that and he never meant that and matter of fact post interview he said it's explicitly that he did not mean that so for people to still be mad today at that is 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 really
3: well maybe he should have said fact, he- he should have really said uh, what he meant because we just in the media, especially if you are um, a black man that other black people support. See, this is the reason why you know they were angry with him because a lot of people, you know, they believe in him or you know they support him. You no, know, he's a, he's a, a successful black rapper, and they want to see and, and they want to see black celebrities, you know, be our voice. You know, it's like hip hop is, is the voice of the of a black community. You know, especially back in the days, not now, but back in the days, they want to. And, and when you have a have somebody like Kanye West. Said what he said, and it might, and, and you're right, he might have been misunderstood, you know, or he might have, he might have uh, uh, missaid what he, what he might have uh, really wanted to say, or you know, uh, you know, it was what it was, but you know, uh, that's uh, 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 that's why you know, uh, the angry with him right now. And I, I'm not angry with him, you know, I've never been a fan of Kanye West, you no, know, I've never bought or liked none of his music but I respect him, I respect his successor as a black man because he is my brother. Just like Louis Farrakhan would say that. That's why we want him, you know, uh, 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 to say what was, re- or, uh, uh, what was really, you know, or what really went on. And then see, I don't know, another mistake he made was, he was talking on TMZ, a very sleazy white media uh, a machine that trashes all celebrities, black, white, or whoever. They will, even when you say the camera, or if somebody you know passes this word along to to that reporter, they will twist it in the sleaziest way possible to sell the videos or to sell papers or to sell the tabloids. You know, mm-hmm. I think so. I think if if it was me, I would, I would my advice to all celebrities: stay the fuck away from T- TMZ, please, because T- TMZ is you know I, I don't know what the T M stands for, but it should be it should be too much, and then instead of a Z, put B, B T M B too much bullshit. That's- <laughs> that's what it should be
2: well well and and that's that's a good point I, and we brought this up too uh in one of our shows before is the concept of celebrityism you know um we we use celebrities there's an assumption with celebrities as as if celebrities have is the voice of of the people we assume that celebrities have our best interests um they share our interests and stuff like that and when now nah, that's not the case most of the time it's not the case and and if we go back to our culture um and things there was a very very tight uh rope put on celebrities that you could you just couldn't be a celebrity in in traditional uh communities like it was a caution that was exercised for anybody that became a, a quote unquote celebrity in our traditions because they understood we understood the power of influence that these people have and if anybody that can influence the psyche of others they were they were kept in check. You know, you, you just couldn't become a, a, a celebrity just like that. You know, and so we need to get that back because Kanye don't speak for for um us or represent. But now the flip side of it is that because a person like Kanye will say and do whatever they do, then the other folks will use that as if they speak on behalf of everybody else. They will they will use that as 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 you know the cookie cutter you know, the default setting and, and, that, and that, and that's terrible. That, 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 that can be messed up and backfire on us. So, you know, so that's another thing for the outrage is for people to distance themselves from Kanye be like, Nope, he don't speak for us. Forget that. You know? And, and, you know, that's a, that's a, uh, what do you call it? What do you call that? Um, um, <laughs> damage control response right there. Like, nah, he don't speak for us, man. Forget that. Kanye crazy. He's nuts, man. Nah, nah. You know, that's a damage control response. And, and, you know, so that's cool. But listen, it's, it's two it's almost two 30. I am about to, uh, get off here. Now, I don't know how long you planned it on planned on staying, but, uh, I'm going to have to wrap it up. If you, oh,
3: uh, oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like I said, it was, it, it was good. Uh, uh, you know, jumping on the show, you know, cause I, I, I mean, I, I just got to work around quarter to one. So I missed most of the whole show.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go, go, uh, go check it out. Go, yeah, uh, go back to, and check it out. And check what? out that watch stacks too
3: hey um, look hey uh, but uh when did y'all go live what around what nine o'clock or something eight o'clock
2: uh well, i don't know what time it was i think we were on for three hours total though
3: so three hours from now it would have been probably 11
2: maybe i think we came on
3: no no matter of fact it was 10 o'clock yeah, okay 10 o'clock okay 10 something yeah so three hours two hours yeah yeah well it's almost four hours now because yeah,
2: yeah. Well, we, we we got off for a while but we we started around 10 because I remember uh saying it was it was at the top of the hour okay,
3: yeah I was still at work See, I work, I work during the week I'm off on weekends but I'm on vacation next week so
2: all right well, well check out the video anyway you know leave comments and whatnot I don't know if you are you on Facebook yeah I'm on Facebook okay yeah if you even if you know I'm a Scri- I'm a group I mean you know hey just uh chime in comment post
3: what's your Facebook you you on Facebook
2: yeah well Jao. same thing same name as you see
3: yep okay I'm gonna add you
2: now everywhere Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, would you was it? I got, I got a, a
3: is with y'all, I re is that you?
2: Yeah, would y'all, uh, Irimai, yeah, yeah,
3: that's you. Yeah, okay, I, I got you. Only Ujawa that you're gonna find. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm clicking add friend now. So if you, if you get a okay, all right, I'm, oh, I'm hold on. You, you, you might have to add me. It says you reached 5,000 friends.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I'm maxed out. All right. I, I gotta, I gotta see about that. But yeah. So just, but it, it should still notify me, and then I'll, I'll, I'll see you. So yeah. Okay.
3: Well, I'll message you. Like I said, if you can, uh, 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 try to add me, uh, somewhere else or on a, on a group or something. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. No problem. Yeah, I'm i uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm, I'm Malik Shabazz.
2: Okay, you, so you almost like attorney Malik Malik Zulu Shabazz, so, but you Malik
3: Shabazz. All right, that's cool. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, if you, if you see my symbol, I, I'm five percent. I'm a five I'm percent. Okay. You see the uh, it's a seven with the sun with the sun and the star seven in the name of Allah. Okay, uh, that's, okay. Uh, that's me. Okay, all right.
2: I I remember that. All right, good enough. Uh, right. Sister Naya, though, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still
3: here.
1: You ready to
2: close it out? Yep, definitely. I'm I'm definitely about to. Okay. Uh, I'll pop off here but it was good
3: all right good night y'all uh, peace and blessings uh, have a blessed weekend
2: all right you you do the same all right
1: bye, bye. thank you guys for joining us we really do appreciate it We want to have these post shows to give people an opportunity to ask questions and just deal with us because we're serious about information serious about relationships serious about taking the community to the next level so thank you would y'all would want to say something
2: Oh, I was just going to ask you, uh, what, as far as to let people know ahead of time, what are some of the things that we are going to um come on and discuss next? Or do we know?
1: I think that we could, I really want to address the We're Not African group and all the information that's being um, not we not African, but we not African. We know we African, but you know, just the, the community of people who are appropriating, I feel indigenous cultures and really do a scholastic breakdown of um, genetics and migration patterns and, and what makes African-American African as opposed to so-called indigenous
2: to America.
1: So that would be
2: something I would want to discuss. How about you? Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, that you know, I I I I guess I'm moved by what I see within a few days of whatever you know, whenever we go we go live. <laughs> topics change and and you know it kind of sparks something to talk about. Because really, you know, I've been on Facebook uh, since 2009, and really topics change and and oh, I here the echo really you you can pretty much put all the topics that we see are, are finite and you could put them up and t- you could probably hold it hold your hand up and count 10 major topic themes that that have been coming up over the years you know what i'm talking and of course it's little slight different details but you could put them in about 10 different categories you know really so you know i think we should really slow it slow one of those categories down and and break it down so we can go to the next and the next and then keep it moving boy because same stuff come up over and over and over again you know um you know slightly worded different but it'd be the same stuff same stuff america you know people still believe in uh pangea like like we walked over here uh because the continents fit together like a puzzle and stuff um you know, and, and, and all of that good stuff. So, but I think that's a good topic. I mean, I, I, you know, I always enjoy talking about, uh, genetics. I think genetics would definitely be my, uh, second thing that I would, I would be focused on. Um, if I had the time, cause I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated about that. I I mean, cause I see it as math, you know, it's, 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 it's an equation. You got the, um, all those TCG, what is it? Uh, what are those letters? Um, Oh the um snap. Yeah, but they're T uh, C G and what's the other one? Four. Oh, yeah, T C G.
1: don't know. I can't
2: remember. Yeah, it. but but yeah, those combinations and stuff, and it's and it's just really 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 fascinating, yeah. especially especially but from a health uh perspective too, of how cells work and the cell membrane and, and you know, it interacts with with its external environment and stuff. That's all that stuff is fascinating. But yeah, that but your topic um to cover about the indigenous cultures here in america i saw in the chat earlier when we were on the other sh- on the show somebody asked about uh the pyramids have i have i ever looked into the pyramids in north, north america um grand canyon and all that stuff i already know where that's going you know people believe that egypt is over here in the grand canyon and the mississippi river is really the Nile and and stuff and <laughs> really really um crazy but hey man
1: yeah so
2: do you want to tell them about um the stuff that you got going on? See by university. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, quickly, we'll um, be seeing this video and last it to the end of this video. Definitely uh, support. You know, um, uh, we have three publications that are all available on Amazon. They're also available on uh, seshmedunetra.com, which is the home of the seshu Mani Meduneture. Uh, On that website, we have just information, transliterations, translations, um, blog posts about different uh, issues uh, related to Kemet and the language mainly Um, there. But on Sable University is where I actually have the beginner's course to uh, the language and I'll be adding courses on there. We have a penmanship course will teach you how to actually write uh, the writing system. And then um, I will be coming out with a whole grammar course uh, as well on Sabre University and also on Sabre University. The website is open for other people who can design and put together courses. And you want to want an outlet to be able to um, provide your courses to people, whether you want to do it for free or you can charge. Um, That's available on Sabre University as well. It's supposed to be a community learning center. That's why it's called Sabre University. The word Seba in, in the Egyptian language means uh, teach, to teach, instruction. It, it, it all deals with those things related. Disciple, pupil, student, teacher, instructions, you know, and discipline. That's the word Seba, se, se, sebati, or Seba, Seba, all those words are derivatives. And uh, so we have Seba University as the um, learning uh, center. So, you know, check those out. And that's pretty much. And then check out, our, you know, Facebook. I'm Ross Squad Facebook group, Seshumani Madi Facebook group. And, you know, and I'm Wujau on all the social media uh, things, if you want to link up with me.
1: All right. Well, thank you, audience. Hotep, love you guys. Talk to you soon.